Uh, we got my guy here, Mike Poole. I've um, known Mike for a little bit, so let me introduce yourself, and then we'll get right into it, Mike. So let's go ahead and tell the guys a little bit about yourself. Well, let me just first thanks for having me. We've yeah, been man. talking about getting this together for a while. Uh, yeah, Mike Poole, originally from uh, Boston, Mass. Boston, Mass. Um, retired military. It was uh, vehicle maintenance um, for 26 years, and then uh, 26 decided to uh, stay here and retire, and now uh, I do uh, auto hobby shop on base, if yeah. you guys don't know what that is. Yeah, man. So, like, pretty much, the uh, it's funny, man. Like, I've, I've seen you before. Like, you um, you were, like, getting ready to get out. And then the – I know you were – right when I think I got back to the shop, you were in there. Because I think I, I got there, then you were gone. And then you got back, and I was gone. And then we both were at the same time. Yeah. And I remember you came – like, I remember the way I, the, the way I, found, I met you the first time was <laughs> – Here we there, go. <laughs> there was a guy that uh, – there was a guy that didn't, like, sign off vehicles after he damaged them. Yeah. And he came over there mad as hell one day, man. And like I was like, man, who's this dick, man? Like he's like, where he's like, where where is he where is he at? Where is he at? You know, I don't want to mention the guy's name because he had a bunch of legal trouble. Yeah. And uh okay. then I was like, man, you know, then I, I was just getting warmed up to Rich, which the first time I met Rich, he was, he was yeah. I'm, gonna have, I'm gonna have him one here. He's a kind of abrasive, which is cool because I'm abrasive as well. So we kind of get get on straight along. to the point. Yeah. And then I then I figured out what the guy did, and then like you know I met you a little after that you disappeared. I think you like went to another section, or yeah. I think I left again. And uh, yeah, man. Then the next time I seen you, man, was pretty much the hobby shop, and it was like a total different person. Like all the military stuff was gone. Versus I know you had to. I know you had to all like junk going back. Yeah, in. for those guys yeah. out there who have or gals who have any prior military experience, the transition to becoming a civilian is there's no like set timeline like hey in six months you're gonna be completely yeah you're gonna be completely like normal again my transition was a lot longer than than normal but yeah yeah. i mean being was i a master sergeant then he must have done something really bad to piss me off. Yeah. For me to get up yeah, for and go you, to like a for different you, for section. For you yourself to come over there when you had like a, butt, a shop full of troops. <laughs> yeah. It was basically, I know what it was, man. He was, um that week, that particular week, uh, good memory, he uh he had scratched two buses, like significant, like big scratches, and he parked them. And I'm like, dude, like you're, it's not, you just sign 1800 off, turn it in, tell them what happened. Yeah. It wasn't fraud, waste, and abuse. You were doing it within a, in a mission. Yeah. And this site, like he just wouldn't, he didn't grasp the concept that he's not going to pay for it unless he tries to hide, hide it or, yeah. it, or, you know. A lot of times, you yeah. know, we, we got to be, uh, I mean, it's government property, it's taxpayer money. Yeah. Um, I just wanted the paperwork to get done correctly. Yeah. But yeah. So yeah, I remember seeing you yeah. driving around pink wheels the first time. I was like, oh, <laughs> yeah. who's this cat? Yeah. And, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But the, and then they were like, yeah, he's seriously into drifting and stuff. Yeah. And, uh, you know, you see the cars on base. Yeah. There's two types. There's yeah. the, the really nice ones, yeah. and then there's the, sh- you know, the yeah. really crappy ones. And yeah. uh, I've never seen you in a crappy one. So I knew you were legit from, yeah. from the get-go. Well, I, I mean, I, I'm learned, I learned a lot about you after you got out, man. Like, as far as the music and then, like, the, you know, the dusters and all that stuff like yeah. that, man. Because, again, like, you know, you, the biggest thing, you know, what a lot of guys are seeing about this podcast is there's, like, a human side to me. Because the guys see the robotic, not almost robotic business side, which is, like, Let's get it done. State of business and 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 yeah, yeah. And they kind of like, oh, what well, this dude doesn't have fun. There, there has to be. You know, I mean, I think I'm 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 probably one of the older people on this oh, yeah. podcast thing. So, yeah. you know, with age comes wisdom, and mm-hmm. it really does. And um, people skills. So you know, people may see me in a wrong light. Yeah. But but they don't get to know me, and right, just like right. with you. If if you don't, if I didn't reach out to you in ways that I thought would be good when I knew you were going to start doing all this, right. I mean it's important to kind of set that. So, but then and then you get to know the person personally, mm-hmm. and then you'll know right away. You know, you cut through those layers. You know, you you're running a business. You're your own business owner. You're a foreigner, and you're guiding. And so, and we deal with you know a group of select individuals that can be real spoiled and yeah. want things and they don't really understand. Yeah. Hey, I don't care. That's definitely, what, gonna, yeah. that's definitely gonna, I was going to ask you, man, because I mean, being, I'm 36. Uh, we can keep you age anonymous if you want, but I, I know you're a lot older than a lot of these guys here. And me being 36, man, and I feel like the guys who are 21. It's like a light. It's like a, it feels like there's 30 years between us when it's not. And it's like the, from the, yeah aspect of like just talking face to face like I, I like the technology stuff but like i'll have a guy come here because 
sometimes emails doesn't work and I'm like, hey man, come face to face. And they go, oh, man, well, this, this is fine. I'm like, no, dude, come face to face so we can talk. So you can see, because they're, Sometimes my emails, even when I was in the military, my emails were like kind of blunt, and I was told to like make them a little bit more fluffy when you're sending it to this guy. I'm like, dude, we're well, setting yeah. this up today. Yeah. You and I had three lines of conversation. Yeah, easy, easy. It, was, it was done. <laughs> yeah. uh, you gave me heads up we were going to be doing it, and you said, you know, hey, this is what I have available. Yeah. You had two separate times, which I thought was cool. But no, getting back to the things, you know, I deal, I, I deal with customers on a daily basis, um, and you know, the biggest thing that I try to remember when I'm dealing with customers is when you're, whether you're selling bananas, food, maintenance on high performance cars, when you're dealing with a customer, you're dealing with a customer expectation. So you have to set, right. You have to be like, Hey, no, yeah. You can't do that. And no, I'm not going to do that. No. And then instead of saying, well, maybe, you know, just yeah, no. Yeah, no, no. And no, then, no. hey, it's no, it's going to take this long. It's going to cost this much. Yeah. And and we'll get there. Yeah. And it's going to take this long. And then once you put that out there and and they aren't expecting any more, you're fine. Right. I always over, I always under promise and over deliver. Right. Right. So if I know it's going to take two weeks, I'll tell them three weeks. Yeah. And then I got that weak buffer. Yep. And then, you know, I'm working on American cars and American bikes here. Uh, so the timeline for me and some of the stuff I work on is is pre-World War II stuff. So mm. I've got to build that time. Got to wait and, and all that yeah. stuff. And... So another thing, too, is, you know, with managing people's expectations. I I had a kid today with Jeep Cherokee. He, he comes in. Hey, do you guys have a code reader? Yeah, we do. It's across the street at our other full-service garage. It's a licensed facility. We don't work on Jeeps. It's a it's an American car. Well, uh, no, we I, like I said, <laughs> we don't have it. Do you have a code reader? No. Well, do you can, can you recommend a good one? Yeah, go online and 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 around the hundred fifty dollar price mm-hmm. range. But all you're going to be able to do is read codes. Right. So he's standing there, and then the the master sergeant kicks in, and I start feeling bad for this kid. So I said, okay, we have one across the street at the pit stop. It's OBD two. We'll plug it in. It'll take me 15 minutes. I'll tell you what codes it's spitting out. Then you have to go research those codes, and you'll be able to decide what you want to do. So he goes, okay. I said, I'll meet you at the pit stop, which is right across the street. So I get up, walk over there. He drives over there. I get there, and the code reader is being used by another mechanic. So I said, hey, it's going to be about 15 minutes. He's sitting in his car on his phone. I walked over there, had a conversation, and I said, it's going to be about 15 more minutes. He goes, well, I'm late for work. I got to go. Then why the hell did you have me walk across the street? Yeah. <laughs> so, so that's yeah. exactly what you know you're talking about. Yeah, man. So you're talking about a 20 year gap. I mean, that kid will probably never get anything from me ever again, and that's a bridge they didn't want to burn because right. there's not very many people who work on jeeps here. Yeah. I just first thing I do is I mention your name. I'll say Mike, and he's like, oh, the big the ball head guy, big guy's like, yeah, 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 that's Mike, man. And that's when any any time anybody have issues. I mean, just to be like blunt, a lot of the guys come here and then i know you like you pretty much got involved with the hobby shop i mean hobby shop the auto complex right when you retired like immediately. yeah that was so that like, was in the works for the, a while um so like there was of course man bef- even before you touched it there was a stigma about you know the the pit stop and uh, the hobby shop and things that go down like that and a lot of guys come here and um i mean i, I applaud you guys because one thing you're doing de- i know you're dealing with guys who just want a to b car whereas though you're you're an enthusiast i'm an enthusiast and, and yeah. mike and people are different Enthusiasts will spend the twelve hundred dollars or whatever it is to fix the car to get it to to ride properly, yeah. versus like the guys who you tell them everything that's wrong. And it some people have brought slips here, and I'm like, dude, look, actually, they like they'll bring it here hoping that I'll be like, yeah, man, it's wrong. Like, actually, dude, that's it needs to be fixed, man. That's a safety item. Yeah, we, yeah. Uh, <laughs> you know, you know, owning your own business versus me having the support of yeah. you know uh, force support squadron as far as you know, all the business side of it, you know. Um, but, yeah, I mean, you're the face of the pink style, right. and I like to try to be the face of the auto hobby. Right. Um, so, but, yeah, I have a guy who, speaking of, of people wanting to go in and do it the cheap way, I have a guy with a, a, a you know, a Mustang. Yeah. You know, oh, yeah. The blue Mustang. Yeah, yeah. And <laughs> the rear end's bad, and yeah. I told him that a year ago. And said he's in, and so, 
you know, and we're talking, trying to advise him on what to get. I'm like, hey, dude, get an LSD. And he's so we were researching it, and he and he's like harping on a, a four hundred dollar difference. Mm. I'm like, spend the extra four hundred dollars, yeah, yeah. and get the right one. But yeah, because he is he. I would spend I would spend the extra four hundred in a heartbeat. Yeah. Versus going with a, a lower, but but that's getting back to what you were saying. Get cars from A to B. Yeah. You know. Um, I deal with people all the time and they're, you know, they're, whoa, it's $400 for brakes. Yeah. yeah they're your brakes. Yeah. You know, it's like, you know, because yeah, well, most people don't account for the bleeding. The, if you like nothing to with brakes, man, it kind of is like a, not a scary thing, but when you get to it, it's like, hopefully they're not seized. It's a 15 year old car. <laughs> yeah. okay? the slide pins, everything. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, uh, you know, it's like with the saying you know good tattoos aren't cheap and cheap tattoos aren't good i got a mixture yeah. uh right yeah and we've all had that one <laughs> yeah. tattoo that we should have spent another yeah. hundred dollars on or we should have said let's wait yeah but yeah with brakes and so the adb cars here the average american car the average person who has a car here in japan that works on base american mm-hmm. uh is 15 years old and then onwards so when i get i sold uh, a jimny to somebody uh 1994 Jimny with pretty low kilometers on it and he you know I just he's nitpicking all these little things I'm like it's 24 years yeah, old dude. yeah I can't I can't yeah, they, that that uh pretty much when I sell anything man I'll you know I'll put my ads out there and I'll I'll pretty much tell them when they, I I've 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 probably I'm, I know I lost money man because I'll tell the guy they'll like hey I'm we'll coming to check it out I'm like look well what you're coming to check out is pretty much verify what I put out there you're not coming to talk. The price is going to be what it is, and then they don't show up because they they already have there in their mind. I'm gonna talk them down five hundred dollars, and you hear the stories. I mean, we've all we've all done it before, but again, being in the business thing, and then you know our time is being limited. Like, do you look? You want it or you don't? I'm not. I yeah. have a saying that it's cliche, but time is money, mm. and you know, is. I've seen. I've just seen the plethora of stuff. I have. I'm trying to think in my mind. I have so many examples of where, you know, I've lost money because I felt bad for the person, whereas I should have just said no. Tough, yeah. tough <laughs> shit. Yeah. Deal with it. <laughs> you know, I'm sorry. Your, you know, your car's leaking oil, but you know, I told you you needed this and you didn't want to do that, and now you you have to do it. Right. And so. It's tough, you know, and time is money. I, as I get older, as you get older, for those of you who are in, not 30 years old yet, when you hit 30, uh, five years feels like a year. When you Mm. hit 40, 10 years feels like two years. Mm. And that's where I'm at. I'm pushing 50 and I look back and I'm like, wow. Yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I just remember the last time, uh, last year's car show, dealing with you with that, you know. And so many stuff. Seems like yesterday. Yeah. So much stuff. Looking at the plaque right there, yeah, man. So much yeah. stuff has happened. Actually, I just dropped off the cappuccino. Uh, I don't. That's probably not going to be done by that. But I got the V8. Uh, it's on the stand. That's yeah. going to S13, which the parts came here and got sent back to the states, and they're coming back again. The LS. No, the LS got sold. They got that's the one you see from the uh, crown. So oh, I got okay. A, I, I can't wait to yeah, see that. So I got I, every, for that is actually happening. I got all the parts for most me. modified again, huh? Yeah, man. Got it. Got it. Got it. This time I got the uh, for the for the uh, exhaust sound. I'll have a trick for that too. Well, so, so this year we're gonna have uh, guest judges, okay. and we're not gonna judge. That's good. Uh, we're gonna have. We're gonna pick. Uh, uh, several car clubs that are coming, we're going to pick uh, them to uh, judge. Mm. We're going to do the judging different. I went down to Yokohama Hot Rod Show okay. uh, this winter uh, and kind of was watching how they do it, and I was really impressed with how they judged everything. I didn't even know they were judging. Judging was done before the show even started. Oh, yeah? So we're going to have the cars in place at, by a certain time, and then we're going to have the guys in the clubs go around and pick, mm. and whoever they pick, they're going to give it to the person who has that car, and then we're going to go from there. So cool. hopefully, because I, I spent. Yeah. yeah, man, that that was a, a distinct back on that. Uh, that I mean, to go from like you you seen it, and then it was the paint was still wet. You came and helped me pick it up, man, which was like still that was really cool to do. I was still, you know, I was I was up four days or three days at that time. Yeah, I was expecting yeah. you know dealing with you in the <laughs> yeah. past and times yeah. and stuff. Yeah, I was like, okay, if he says he's going to be ready at yeah, this time, was, when I came over and seen it, I'm yeah. like. 
I actually thought to myself, I was like, wow, I maybe he's just not going to be ready. And yeah, uh, we made it happen. You know, yeah, man, that was that was crazy. It was and an then, early morning for all of us. Yeah, was, yeah. So I was like, man, because I I knew I had I was there, man. I mean, I was up. It was close for three days and. I don't think nobody else is putting their car together the morning of doubt. Um, doubt. No, <laughs> yeah. usually you see that on like Discovery Channel. Yeah. So that and the thing is, I didn't doc, I didn't shoot any of that, man. Because if I would have, <laughs> it definitely wouldn't have been able to shoot cameras and stuff like that. That was really like roadkill, real life, man. I didn't take yeah. any pictures of anything. Yeah. Uh, you know, it was just, uh, it was like, hey, I was like, your car gonna be ready now. Well this and, and, that, and, the engine, and then and getting the, it on base and then yeah. having it in a different location but it it drove over and uh won an award so yeah I mean, that was all pretty the hard cool work paid off for sure definitely man it definitely you know it, it got it, a lot of attention yeah it was well i kind of stood up to the side and some of the guards to come past here like it'd be like a mixture of cool and what the hell is that and then like yeah. what the fuck is that <laughs> frankenstein yeah but I, it actually i was yeah. really impressed with the yeah. the accruements you put on it the wings and stuff because yeah. i wouldn't have thought of putting some of the stuff there where you put it yeah and then once i seen it all it was like in a pile yeah and then i was like well, what's he gonna do with all that and then yeah. when i saw it i was like oh yeah. okay well, a lot of that you know was like that masking man like where like you know it's there like where you got a, a hard cut <laughs> But like it's like what I'm gonna do with this? I put a wing on top of it, and that like kind of mashed yeah, that. Yeah, breaks it up. Yeah. Then I, you know, I took it to uh, Sakuba and did. Uh, there was uh, on that day. There was Sakuba was like uh, very, very, very busy, and the kind of same thing I got online. And I was still putting stuff on there, put the bumper back on. Everybody else was ready to go, so it was like 74 cars there, and I got I placed 53rd out of uh, 74. Time attack. Time attack, and it was. But these, I mean, I'm beating GTRs, and I spent like twelve hundred dollars on that car, man. So it was pretty cool, and it's so, it's, you know, is it? And I still, it's actually to this day, it's still not done. I just I, we all I, have those I, I projects got, sitting got, around. So, but yeah, speaking of that, man, I know you got this. Was the flat? This flat? Is a flat eight or? Yeah, that's a flat yeah. eight. That's a um, it's in a 1931 um, Bring this up so you guys Ford truck. Uh, we bought that out of. I didn't buy it, I, um, but uh, it was purchased out of Texas um, a few years ago, and the owner just now decided to get some of the, the leaks fixed. Uh, mm. It's an old Ford flathead. It's a 37, thir- excuse me, 39 flathead. It's got a 37 Mercury transmission, three-speed, and the, the frame is uh, a repro frame, but the actual steel, it's an actual Henry Ford. Henry Ford was alive when that was made. That's a 31 uh, Model A. Um, it's in a truck chassis with a truck bed on it. But this was a uh, full, I pulled it out and originally was just going to do the gaskets. And when we pulled the heads off, uh, we noticed that the valves were just, um, they're not, they weren't seating right. Yeah. And so we cut the valves, um, put new valve guides in them. If you notice, that's an A, uh, I can't think it calls those B, A or B blocks. I can't remember, but they're, it's a flathead. So the valves are actually in the uh, block. Okay. So that's why they call them flatheads. Um, and the camshaft sits in the middle, but it pushes the other way on the valves. So the valves are upside down um, versus what uh, you guys see in uh, Standard, your, yeah. Yeah, your overhead valves. So how, uh, did, how did you get like uh, – because one thing I noticed, you know, you're, you're, di- you're a certified diesel mechanic? Or? I'm a di- – di- yeah, I grew up diesel. I yeah. uh, was diesel in the Air Force, and uh, I worked for Detroit Diesel uh, on the side, yeah. Went, been to the factory schools. But an engine's an engine. Um, I did two-stroke diesels, which I learned a lot. Okay. Everything on a two-stroke diesel, most everything on a two-stroke two-stroke diesel is all mechanical. Yeah. Mechanical injection. You adjust the injectors with a, an actual wrench, so it's yeah. all analog. <laughs> yeah, which that's what is, I was gonna say, man. Because guys, like I mean, by default, guys of your age is like they're you when you got into cars. And you, how did you get in? How did you get into? Yeah, just. Uh, yeah. Never a gearhead up until I joined the Air Force. Okay. And then, uh, yeah, once I started doing mechanic and work, uh, I like the tangible results. You know, something's leaking. You go in, you tighten it, it stops leaking. It's like, yeah. wow, you know, I actually had. Or, you know, or I know you get the, the best part about it is the wizard wizard phase when, like, guys come in with a problem and you, like, look at it, like, and flip a few switches. We're not. We'll turn a few screws well, in and it fixes it. <laughs> for example, I, I people come into the auto hobby shop all the time. Oh, my car won't start. Okay, what's it doing? Well, the uh, flow chart. <laughs> is it going click, 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 or is it going click? Well, it's going click. Okay, well, did you make sure uh, that it's in park? Well, what do you mean? Let's grab the lever and, you know, move it a little bit while you turn the key. And had two guys walk out, come back in, 
40 minutes later, what kind of beer do you drink? Yeah. Yeah, well, okay. It wasn't all the way pushed into neutral. Yeah. Into park, but... But yeah, yeah so this is one of my projects. I got, um, I'm got. i always kind of doing some of the old stuff. I do vintage bikes as well. Um, yeah, I do. Uh, so I race with uh, Duster's Racing. Um, that's my panhead there. That was actually uh, in, in uh, Hokkaido. We raced up on the sand. Um, we do Duster's Racing Club was established in 62, affiliated with the base, and then it kind of dissolved. We took it back over. So we do everything from 1975 and earlier, um, and everything has to be um, as original as it can be. This year here, we just got back from Fukushima last mm. weekend. Uh, we what, raced. What part? Uh, Sky Park. Because so, I was down at the beach. I was at the beach. Yeah, I was, I, was out, <laughs> I was out Saturday night, and I ran into some uh, Kiwis and Aussies. That okay, were so we were in the same time we were down there. Yeah, yeah. I, was, I stayed in Fukushima <laughs> shitty, well, City. Yeah. It isn't that shitty. It's yeah. city. <laughs> it was actually really cool. Yeah. Um, but we were racing up on the, the, the runway for the uh, crop dusters, mm-hmm. and it's drag racing, and they do it four times a year. So there was some bikes out there. They had, like, supercharged Hayabusa's running – you know nitrous and all that they were sure. doing uh uh six six seconds in the quarter mile six and a half seconds i don't know if that's fast but uh in a quarter mile yeah yeah so well for a bike yeah yeah for but yeah. you know and then they had some uh we were in the v, v the v twin class they had mm. v rods with turbos and, and stuff these on. are uh, street legal so that that yeah that's these are all JCI street legal. Mm-hmm. Um, they're pretty pretty um, flexible on on the rules. That that's title is a sixty-five. So this is one of the knuckleheads here. Uh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah, you don't want to just turn the sound down. But that's a nineteen forty EL uh, that we did a big bore kit on, big valves, light flywheel, um, and we were running um, about fourteen point seven in the quarter mile mm-hmm. for a nineteen forty Harley. And that's running straight gasoline uh, with uh, a naturally aspirated engine. So it's kind of like oh, it's kind of hard to get to it now. So this yeah. is pretty much on your Instagram is a uh, pool. Uh, what does it say? I can't see. Pool two thousand three. So for the guys who are like checking this out, I'll definitely link this down in the uh, description. You guys to check it. Out. A lot of cool stuff here. A lot of vin- vin- vintage uh, stuff here and cool stuff. And just yep. hang out and check out uh, the stuff Mike pits up. So yeah, man. So like first the. Um, like I said, you got you got into you got into the cars by via military. So like, what is? Because I mean, I, the thing is, you like you the, we understand it's like nuts and bolts and nuts and bolts, and it all you know. There's a flow chart. Is it doing this? No one needs to do this. So yeah, you, like you know. But as far as the like, do you have like if you had a preference, you had to choose. Like I mean, are you fuel injected? You know, carbs, a combination of oh, both. carburetors. Carbs. <laughs> I mean. You know, being a diesel guy, you know, you have the way diesels work is you have, uh, I use an acronym, METAP, mm-hmm. meter, injector, time, atomized, pressurized. Mm. So that's something that you, you learn when you're in diesel school. Um, carburetors, to me, the same way. It's, it's you got to have certain things that are going on. And you can see, feel, and smell more with a carburetor uh, and an injection pump on a diesel versus, you know, like, I, I've known you a long time. Mm-hmm. Have you ever seen me working on... Yeah, a Japanese yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, no. like high performance car because <laughs> yeah. I know because I'll tell you if if, my, if if I had a drift car or say for instance I was interested in in purchasing this one drift car that I knew I could have got fixed and flipped and made some money. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You were the first person I would come to see for advice. Yeah. So yeah, I prefer carburetors. I have a customer now who has a, Bu- a 1985 Buick G body. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I seen that one's driving around. The one yeah. that you actually called yeah. me and yeah, yeah, texted yeah, me. Yeah, what the I, hell is that? Yeah. Where do you find yeah, he, this? Yeah, thing? he was uh yeah, that that car man, uh, the yeah. The yeah, the Grand National man is definitely one of the cars that I want I have to own. Yeah. And um the, was that one V6 turbo? So or? this one this is this is just a regular Buick okay. uh Regal. Oh, it's Regal. not a GN or a GNX. Um if you could you I know they're here in Japan. If you could find a GN or a GNX uh good luck. High price. Um there is a Typhoon in Hachinohe. Mm. The red Typhoon which is that engine. Um your heartbeats yeah, next yeah, to yeah. pumpkins. Yeah, yeah. So there's a red one out there. Already got one. It's, yeah, I already asked. It's not for sale. Yeah. Just like everything. No. Is it out, in, indoors it's or outside? outside. It's, it's red. The paint's paint's pretty bad on it. But so yeah, I have a getting back to the analog or yeah. carburetor. So I have a customer and he wants a V8. So I was like, what do you want to do? He goes, well, 
um, I want to put a V8 in it. And I was like, okay, do you want to go LS route or you want to go, you know, he, and he goes, no, I want the old school carburetor, the big manifold mm. coming out of the hood, or we might put a T-type hood on it. So Icky, no gas, no gas. I would much rather miles. buy an LS from you <laughs> yeah, or someone else who sells them in Misawa that's yeah. already turnkey ready. Uh, if I could get one and put it in, it would be much easier, but it wouldn't be as much fun tuning yeah. and doing all yeah, that. Yeah, that one, that one I had, uh, it got sold to the power group. This is a group of guys that sell, like, they do car parts. So odds are it's probably still and I'll end up buying it back because it was like one of those. We I all to, have those. I had yeah. to move it to, you know, take care of business. Absolutely. And, uh, it was sitting here for quite a while. But the thing is, we're probably not going to buy it back because it's probably going to be triple the price I sold it for. Which is like three three k. I pretty much lost about seven hundred dollars on it. Well, I remember you. Yeah. you I, we don't talk. We we do a yeah. lot of stuff together, but we don't we don't usually get the time to sit down and talk about stuff. But we you, it'll usually be quick one or two lines. Mm. But you know, I remember you saying to me, you were like, "Wow, you know, I get it." Everything on this LS. Oh yeah, is, yeah, yeah, yeah. Everything Dude. on this LS is, is, is yeah. you know, you undo this. <laughs> it's put. It's it. Yeah, everything's designed yeah. to change out. On the guys put them in dune buggies. They put them in. You know, anything you can put it in, you need horsepower yeah. and reliability. People are running the LS. Yeah, I didn't understand the hype. And then that one day, I, like I said, I sat down and I watched, I watched, seriously, man, about three hours of, like, these videos. And I watched one video where the guy completely took it apart and put it inside of one video with no skip frames. And then the cool thing I seen was there's, a, like, there's a gasket for everything, so there's no RT, RTV wait time. Yeah. Uh, the no cure mean, time the, or The nothing. cam was just like, you know, you, you pull you know, you pull it out. Put it in and make sure your 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 journals are good and everything. Or yeah. like a guy said, like don't look at them. Just like you know, they, if you can't see it, it's not bad or whatever. Yeah, well, that's not the way I would build it. But you know, no, it, I whenever I put a cam yeah. in a V8 because the the yeah. distance is so long, or yeah. I put like a Jeep a Jeep straight six. Mm -hmm. I always put the cam in without the gear on it, and I try to spin it with my fingers. Okay. If I can't spin it with my fingers. Uh, then I'll put the gear on it, and if it doesn't easily spin with the gear on it, I pull it out and I um, check the check. Mm. Yeah, and a lot of times you just gotta hone the model a little bit. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm on a. I'm probably not sure if you're on the uh, what's it the sloppy mechanics. They, they just post some crazy stuff up there. There's a Facebook group where yeah, pretty much all the guys in the states that work here, like Jiffy Lube, they got their backyard builds and they do like they do what they gotta do to get it running. It's just amusing to me. Was like you know those guys like. They do some crazy stuff on there, man. You know, we've been deployed. You yeah. have. Oh, I've yeah. done it. I learned a lot of uh, things, you know, early on in my career, uh, being a, a, a lower ranking person, but being in in the shit and having to get stuff done. Oh, yeah. Uh, and having supervisors that trust me. Uh, 90% confidence, 10% competence, yeah. you know, and then you <laughs> kind of sort of, if the thing starts up on the ready line and it gets to the customer and oh, does yeah. its job. Um, but not in what you do and now in what I do, yeah, I yeah, try yeah. to give everybody, um, especially, yeah. you know, when, with the hot rods and, and old bikes, you want to give them something reliable. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's the biggest thing that I say, if uh, anybody say like how easy or hard it is, it's not hard. It's just the challenging thing is, uh, staying to your, like I, I set a specific, uh, standard when I open and I stay to it. And the thing about it, it, there's times where like you get to the end of the month, like, Hey man, I need this quick job or whatever, but I just can't, um, I'll, I'll, Scramble another way, sell some parts like a Soul LS to get to not rush anything, man. Because wow. the first time you put that rush job out and it fails and then they automatically trash your name and it's like yeah, I, I you know it. when you're doing when you're yeah. working when you're working for yourself, you know you 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 don't have that extra labor. So if you screw something you up, you got to pay for it. You got to pay for it. Number one <laughs> yeah. and number two, you got to go back and fix it. Yeah. So that's double the time. Yeah. So you know if you're if you're doing it. I mean, if you have a standard, but there must be some jobs you just don't take because yeah, you know I that you're not going to, like, I breaks. Do you do a lot of breaks? I don't do a lot of, uh, normally if I don't schedule before, because one thing I want to see is, I just want to check of the if it's not seized, because it would suck to get that, schedule the guy, get the car in, and then, like, this calibers are seized. So yeah. what I'll do is I have him bring it in before that to do an inspection. A quick one, uh, yeah. a, a full, I'll do, like, a, I'll do a, a chassis body or full full body, just to, if I don't know the car. If I, if I built the engine and everything, I kind of seen the car a bunch, and yeah. now you know I'll say, "All right, cool, bring it in." But if it's a new guy, I some people don't like it, but I was like, "Dude, I don't have a history with this car. It's twenty eight years old, and I already know what needs to be changed." Yeah. So what I'll do is I have them bring it there for an inspection. Then I have a list. Then you can pick and choose what you're gonna do to themselves, what they gonna want me to do. Right. And I don't I don't force it on them. I just let them choose what they want. And then and, uh, honestly, after about fifteen lines, you're like, "All right, man, you get just." Do it, do everything. Yeah, and I, you know, not to get them, 
but it's just that's the that's what I offer. And it's just I I don't like the uh, I really don't generally when I do an invoice, what I quoted the guy is what it is, unless I get to it and I see like for example one time I had a guy came in for JCI stuff, uh, sport car stuff, and I was scraping the exhaust off and they welded it together. Yeah. I'm like dude, I I can't change. He, he had the cat on there, no cat. So I'm like I had to like plasma cut that off just to get started. Yeah. And I'm like, dude, that's going to be like another 6,000 yen. And he kind of like, he was like, all right, cool, whatever. Uh, but some people, you know, you, you give them the extra price and they automatically assume you're trying to gouge or, or whatever. So, yeah. Well, I've had, I've had customers throw stuff at me. I've had people threaten me. Oh yeah. You know, you're lying. No, we ran out of gas. Yeah. The, the, The eight oxyacetylene torch is out of gas. Yeah. We, we can't remove the muffler right now we've got to wait if not we break those bolts then we'll have uh, yeah. to charge you more money so i get it yeah you know but there's jobs too like i stopped doing breaks um there's no money in it for me yeah. you know even at 50 yeah. an hour i just there's nothing i i, I there's no money it's a yeah. four-hour job if it's yeah. done right and if i charge you 200 dollars, you can look at me like i'm crazy yeah well yeah that's the that, that's for speaking on that like i don't do i don't just i don't do just breaks. I don't. I don't do just oil. Oil. I'll do oil in conjunction with a check or like I'm doing your engine build, of course. Yeah. Well, uh, but yeah. I don't just do like I had guys pull like, hey, can I get an oil change? Like, dude, you got number one. You got on base pit stop hobby shop. Then number or if you don't want to go there, you got yellow hat and all these other spots. Like that's what they do. They they get paid for that. I'm not. Um. I don't. I can't sustain a business doing oil. Let's be honest. No. I, I can't sustain this shop doing no. oil changes. <laughs> I mean, yeah, so, charging thirty an hour. Yeah. You cha- say, say for instance, you charge thirty dollars yeah. for the for the for the oil change. Yeah. And on a GTR, if yeah. that it doesn't have the relocation, yeah, the stupid kit, filter and all that stuff. It's hard yeah. to get to. So yeah. you're, you're. It's an hour. Right. So I'm. You're not going to feed your family and yeah. keep this place open yeah. at thirty an hour. I had to explain it to a few people. They didn't get it, but it's like I'm like I'm telling them like one thing I picked up in the military when I had a good supervi- good supervisors. Uh, they were like, you know, if you tell if you got to tell the customer no. You know, you can't use this uh, UDI to move your furniture. Give them, tell them like where they can go or what they can do, and instead of like just saying no and fuck off, advise, yeah, yeah. advise. So I, I do that, man. I'm like, why well, I, I don't do it, but you can go here or you can go there. So like I don't body just, work. I don't just leave them hanging. Yeah, because body work for myself, cool, but no, it's a whole different strategy. I don't, I don't, I don't. <laughs> if you've seen how I write, if you've seen my penmanship, you know I'm not a good painter. Although I'm kind of working on, yeah. we just got welding. The welding, yeah. So I make I'm making tables out of V8 engine blocks and things like that. Yeah, so that man. I mean that's just rattle canning stuff. But you know I have friends that do tattoos for a living and yeah. uh, that uh, are artists. And uh, if I need something painted or pinstriped, I'll just ask them. And yeah, I'll get with you offline about that because I definitely want. I've been I haven't got any ink in the last like I know you got a substantial amount. I haven't got any uh, tattoos in like the last seven years, man. I just kind of know been, where to go focus on and everything how did you get i mean how did you get into well, these were all these were all i got all these uh you can't if you're listening to this podcast yeah. I, I should, well, they'll, I should they'll, say they'll, I'm, they'll, I'm racing <laughs> my own no uh, i've got my i'm fully sleeved uh, yeah. i've got my legs are done and I'm, I'm working on a back piece now that's going to take about a year so yeah. i'd say about 65 percent of my body is tattooed yeah and there's certain areas my wife's like no you're not going to get it i want to get yeah. my neck done yeah because man you'll look just like a dude out of straight out of prison man like dude, <laughs> i was gonna get some chopsticks and ramen noodles right here you know but yeah. on my neck but yeah um for sure the uh the living here in japan as a retiree and as a as an american yeah. uh, and being able to still do every day what i like to do and get paid for it and then also do it on the side and then you know we, it's a tight group group of folks up here yeah at, here at masawa and uh it's a good scene uh i don't drift i'm not into the jdms or anything yeah, yeah. but uh i definitely know um if i was i know where i would get my I, res- I just respect here. anything because I, I mean I do the bulk I, I can I told it was a uh, I think the guy on base that has the black is it char- charger is it charger or the uh, challenger challenger with the lights everywhere yeah 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 he I think he messaged me a little bit ago and he was like hey man because you do I'm like dude I could if it I could that's the theory is like if I don't know what it is I'll what was dude, he asking you to do a muffler no he just was saying he was saying in general to could I work on I'm like dude I can work on anything it's just FSM. What are you trying to do? And I mean, mm. nuts and bolts, man. It's the same. Everybody just doesn't grasp the rotaries. Are, and I work on those. They're a little bit of magic, but they're actually simpler. And it's like, it's literally like 
you can sit all the parts on this table. Yeah. And it, it's, it's simple. So a lot of people just don't, um, I think, in the car thing, they just see, oh, man, it's a carburetor. I'm like, dude, well, just learn how jets work. Learn, I mean, you know, air, compression, and all. You know, the, yeah. it's just simple, man. You know, I bought a uh, 1975 Lincoln Town Car. It was sitting in a garage here. Mm. Um, and it was yeah, had sat for years. First thing I did to it was towed it to the shop. And when I got it in, uh, to the shop, I ordered a new carburetor for it. Yeah, I ordered this pretty much a... all gummed up. Oh yeah, it, yeah. It, it started and ran, but I knew I know in 500 miles I'm going to have problems, and mm-hmm. I want to drive this car on, on in the summers as short as they are up here. Um, and I put a brand new Edelbrock on it, and I haven't had any problems in two, in two years. You know, cruising on the on the toll road at 150 you know kilometers yeah. an hour, things just you know down bumping down the road. Yeah. So yeah, you know. <laughs> Rotaries, I wouldn't, I wouldn't touch them. But I know, I know where to tell people to go. Yeah, they, they're, they're definitely the thing about those man is it's so, it's so few parts that everything matters. Like you, and you know, in a piston engine, you can have twenty four valves. Maybe two of them are like kind of the valve stems are like I had a car recently. Valve stems were gone and it still ran, didn't smoke or anything. It had the other what twenty two. Yeah, and uh, you know, in those rotaries, man. It, if the apex still goes in one of them, man, that's it. It's, it's contaminates it, the whole it engine. Contaminates the whole engine. Then they, I was a lot of the guys here. I guess they get these RX sevens, and they don't. They spend fifteen, sixteen k on it. Then they don't have the money to maintenance it. And I'm, they come here like, hey, much? How much is going to come for cost of rebuild? A and they basic, take a loan out to get yeah, the car. That basic rebuild is forty five hundred. That's a basic, just a basic one. Yeah, that's and that, that's not. That's just the. That's not taking the engine out. That's not mm-hmm. putting it back in. That's just the the actual. Taking it apart and that's if there's no issues. You know, it's so. it, you know we have to be. The businesses will come and go. The businesses that are consistent, just like in a restaurant. Yeah. Businesses that are consistent. So if you're consistently priced high. Yeah. But you're providing good service, mm-hmm. people are going to come to you because yeah. those people who are charging less, they're going to go away because they're yeah. going to go out of business. Yeah, that that that's the the one thing, guys. Like um, I've had people. I've been open three years now. It's crazy, and then like I've had guys who've been here for that time. They asked me in their first year, like you know, how much is it for this? Then a year later, how much? I'm like, dude, it's. I look at the quote, and I still have it. I'm like it's the same price. Like it's not gonna go. Well, it's it, actually gonna go it, up. It should go up. Yeah, it's gonna go up because your taxes went right, up. Right, tax. They? Yeah, uh, they'll go up ten percent in October. So yeah. you're going from yeah. eight to ten. It's going up. That's a hike. Yeah. So, you know. Yeah. Um, so I don't gonna, know what the labor rates here are. Um, I just ninety five at a base ninety five uh, ninety five thousand yen nine thousand five hundred yen. Yeah, not, not so 9, to you dollars. guys out there in yeah. non yen land, that's <laughs> that's too cheap. Yeah. that's like eighty four dollars an hour. Yeah, uh, come you know go to a tuning shop in in Top on New Secret. Zealand yeah. or go to one in the states or whatever, yeah. and or even that, Tokyo, man. You're they're, paying a hundred an hour. Yeah. Those Top Secret is um. Right. Yeah, top secret is uh want to say they're up to the reservation for major work is ten thousand dollars, so to, to reserve and that's not that's not all inclusive to the job. You know that mini I built, I built yeah. a green mini. I put a, a a mild cam in it and did a bunch of work, and then uh, it was having start cold starting mm. problems. So we were dealing with a factory and everything. So make a long story short, because the car. You know, we shipped the car down and it's not running. It was twelve hundred dollars to tow the car to Tokyo. Oh yeah, yeah. And then the the labor rate down there was uh, at ten thousand yen an hour, mm. and they charged him you know four hours to do a seal that, uh, you know that I would have charged ninety dollars for. Right, and they're right. charging four hundred dollars for it. And it's like what? Yeah. I need to start charging more. Yeah. Yeah, my last podcast I just told the guy the same thing, man. So you guys know I'm not lying. It, the guy went it's June Auto. Which June's been around for a while. The guy needed he put a turbo on it, but the turbo required the uh, the housing to be welded and clocked. Yeah, 45 absolutely. Degrees, yeah, four hundred dollars for for it to, to cut, clock it to cut and clock it weld and give him a sticker. Yeah. And then he went to the car show and it's like, yeah, man, I got it welded by June, and he was so happy about the sticker. I'm like, dude, you could have got that done for like, I mean, honestly, if they came here and did it, I'm like, I probably would have did it. I mean, and it's not and it's not undercharging. I just would have did it for like with the materials to cut it. Maybe you know, I don't know. Ichimon, Hassan, like, you know. I got pretty thick yeah. skin, and, yeah. and I and the kid paid the 400 he, yeah. I get pretty, I have pretty thick skin, and uh, I haven't, nobody locally here has is, is pissed me off uh, that much, but I can give one example where, mm. and I'm not going to say any names, but yeah. I got really insulted. So I bought a, um, I bought a, uh, an older 180 from the range. Mm. They had parked it out at the bombing range, and it was just sitting there. I think was, I remember that we belonged to uh, Ring. 
It was yeah, a yeah. maroon one. Yeah, yeah. So I, the kid wasn't ever going to do anything with it. So I bought it, you know, because I knew it had a drive line in it. And yeah. I knew that somebody would use it, right? So to make a long story short. Yeah, I knew the guy's dead in that car. Yeah. yeah, we pulled the engine out and um, getting ready to sell it. What's the engine in that? It's CA. It's the CA, yeah. uh, NA engine. Yeah. But the transmission was there. It was a five-speed. Worth some money. And uh, we pull it, and I, I we start getting it out through the channels. It's for sale. And somebody offered us 100 bucks running or not. I got really <laughs> insulted. Like, I lost my yeah, temper. Yeah. And I'm like, and I knew who it was, yeah. and I know what they charge for the work they do. And he low, and he, here's the thing is I was trying to teach one of my coworkers how mm. to grift. You know, if you want to drift, grifting as far as uh, gra- you yeah, know, yeah, you know, making money like, on the side right. to, to fund your drifting. Say, so, hey, look, here's a quick way for you and I to make probably 800 bucks a piece. We'll mm-hmm. go out, we'll get this car, you pull everything off, we'll sell the doors, you do whatever. You keep half of whatever you sell, I get the other half. And I fronted the $400. And he went out to somebody and yeah. You know, I got this engine for sale, a hundred running or not. I was like, you know, yeah. I don't want to swear on this podcast because this yeah. is pink style, and I respect you yeah, know Donnie good, and everything. Man. But <laughs> you know, I was pissed. Yeah, I was pissed. And so a couple of my coworkers were like, "Well, you're overreacting." No, I'm not, because I know what that guy charges for shit, and yeah. he's going to say a hundred bucks because he thought he could take advantage of you, yeah. and that's what pissed me off more than anything. Yeah, that's yeah, that's the, the biggest thing, man. That's why you know when I set a price, you wouldn't have man, done that to me. No, when I set a price, man, it, it's not, I, I, the one thing with me, man, is I'll say yes or no. Yeah. Instead of like easy, be, easy. instead of guys be like, "Oh, let me get with the no, wife," and Donnie's like, straight up. Yeah, to I don't, the point. I don't ask my wife anything. I, well. In regards to that, you know, yep. and the, uh, you know, that's the biggest thing, like yes or no, and that way he moves on, you're not dragging him around, because I, I dealt with it a lot, man, like, dude, you either want or you don't, man, like, there's no, there's no, like, one thing, I, you know, one thing with, about the guys here, they're not proactive, they're more reactive, yeah. so instead of having spares, they'll wait till that 25-year-old starter goes out, when I tell them, like, hey, man, last year, it's the, the solenoid is stuck out, sticking out, you can hear it. And like, oh, that's cool. And then they, save like, your money. Then I get three o'clock in the morning uh, message like, hey man, I'm stuck in Hirosaki. Uh, you better bang on it, man, or something. <laughs> it's like <laughs> bring it to my shop. I'll, yeah. sk- I'll schedule you in now. You yeah. won't get in for another two months. Like, but the cool thing now it. is I got the truck. So if they not, if they did, I can actually go myself and and grab them, which they'll pay for three o'clock. And, in you, the and you always know emergency wise. You oh, know yeah. that you get a hold of me, and yeah. we have two trucks, and we'll get you. Oh through. man, the, the, the hobby shop and the pit stop. Uh, I wrecked the 33 at MSP back in 2009, 10. And uh, I was like, you know, sitting on top of the hill, did a 180, T boned it. And uh, at this time, Wyatt was working there. Yeah. Yeah. And I know uh, good guy. Yeah. Floyd had drove up there about an hour from wrecking. It was on a bid and back to my garage, man. Yeah. So, you yeah. Know, so. so, so those guys, so uh, again, I, I just really want to point up, kind of go back on the, uh, the uh, which I bring up right here, the auto hobby shop. Because again, a lot of you guys just come here. You guys know who you are. I'm not going to call your name, but people had came here like saying these guys are doing this and doing that and ripping people off or whatever. And it's like, dude. And then they bring, again, they bring it here. And I look at it like, actually, that's about actually about the same I would charge. Or, so they're giving yeah. you estimates from our shop and you're they'll, they'll bring it in like, you know, for their pre-J second opinion, yeah, second opinion. And, I, and I'm like, look, man, that's it's a different thing. Uh, you know, they got their things that they need to follow. And the biggest thing is they can't, if, they, if they're going to JCI or approve a car for JCI, because you guys do J- JCI in-shop, right? Right. Yeah, we, get, so, we get inspected by the Amori City yeah, government. Yeah, so they don't understand. Like, if that car goes out unsafe, loses brakes, T-bones somebody, somebody dies or family dies, they're going to go back to who maintenance that car last. Right. And that, that's when it, a lot of guys, even at Shock In Center, those guys, if they check that car off, you know how there is. And they yeah. say this car is safe. Lose breaks, T bones, kills, kills kids. Oh, it's, it's over. Yeah. So those that's why those guys do not care about. Uh, I, I used to try to be friendly with them, but it's like I they, they like pass fail. Yeah. They no, you know, yeah. I tell people this all the time here in Japan uh, that are they're in Japan that aren't aren't familiar with how Japan works. There's no gray area in Japan. It's either right or wrong. Yeah. It's either pass or fail. There's yeah. no oh this time that time no. Nah. It's either ten centimeters or it's nine point eight. You know, there's no when I get out of the car, it 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 
you know, lifts up. But yeah, we um, we had a pretty bad <laughs> reputation over at the pit stop. Um, but it, I think it was mostly just miscommunication and the fact that people would bring a car in for a GCI and it, we would find a bunch of things wrong with it, like uh, your brakes are bad, yeah. things like that. And then it's, they were actually t- legitimately bad, legitimately yeah. bad. You know, rusting, seized, whatever. Um, they don't care. The car's pulling, whatever. It's got a bad tie rod. They would take it down to JCI and it would pass because they don't check everything. Right. It's a it's a three minute inspection if you're lucky. Right. And then what you're supposed to do when you get back from there is get it certified at a garage. Right. And then you get that second sticker in the window. Mm. But you know, it, I don't work over at the pit stop anymore. We are are the same facility. I'm like more the ops ops for both okay. sides, and then I run the the craft side and the DIY side at the auto hobby and the and uh you know bringing welding up and things like that but yeah um for those guys that are local that are listening you know um donnie said it there pretty much when we see something he's gonna find it anyway yeah yeah. Um, and so, then plus you know those I, I only do go, I, I only yeah. do yeah, I only do like performance cars so if a regular car comes here like nah I don't because yeah. there's a different uh it's just uh, I, I want to maintain that I only do performance cars this is uh, between a pit stop and pretty much every shop here that's all general maintenance so yeah. there's a thousand Asia autos yeah. I can name there's there, a hundred of them there's more of them that you can go there and get the, get the stuff done so yeah, I just want to set up you know and, and most of these co- shops they don't touch, they don't like performance cars because of the stigma that comes yeah. with those. Yeah. And you, I feel it sometimes. Yeah. Even cars, even, yeah. even cars that the, they were performance cars and all the stock stuff's been put back on. You know, I'm not a big fan of, uh, of, uh, a lot of just the types of things that these shade tree mechanics yeah. are doing to their cars. And it's only in the way they drive too. It's only a matter of time. And you know it before some jackass goes out and gets killed. Yeah. In a in a one eighty that that is a piece of shit. I've had I've had to, to uh, I, I didn't think stop. I've had to uh, to deny uh, certain mods because the the guy would be like twenty one twenty two, and he just got a two hundred thirty horsepower car and he's like mm-hmm. he comes to me with this list and he's like he wants this much, and I tell the guy like I'm like I'll ask him like what's your experience, and I'm like hey man I I, I tell the guy straight and he's like he. He was getting mad at me because I was telling him I won't do it. And I'm like, dude, you got to understand if you, I do this and give you, I can give you 500 horsepower, no doubt. Uh, you seem to have the money to do it. But if you go out there and die, they're going to come back here, man. Just they, look at it this they, way. They're going to come back here. With motorcycles, same yeah. thing. Look yeah. at it with this way with motorcycles and you can transfer it into cars. 18 years old, 180 horsepower. Mm. 50 years old, 500 horsepower. Yeah. Or <laughs> if it's a 30-year-old and he's got his drift license or yeah. something or he's his dad's a drag racer, right? But yeah. you're right. You put a 500 horse, 18 year old or 21 year old kid yeah. in a 500 horsepower ho- car up here on these roads in Japan, yeah. and he kills himself. Tawada. The spotlight's going to be on you. Yeah. yeah. Well, they'll go up yeah. to Tawada and they'll think they're in Hakone, and yeah, then, that's you when know. they figure out their brakes really suck. Cause yeah, yeah, because they're, they're you know <laughs> yeah they're and that's even spirit. That's just not even like breaking the speed limit. It's just like downhill. Then they don't know it, so they're breaking the whole way down. And the trees stick out in the road. My yeah. jackass yeah. days are over. I've oh, done yeah. stupid well, things. I, I wrecked the car there, and that you know, this uh, no. um, that was a that sucked, man. It was a helpless feeling, and I I didn't street race for years. And then I went out. I had a Japanese buddy persuade me to go out, and I took a six hundred horsepower car out in the toge, and I was also drifting professionally, so I'm drifting at a much higher rate of speed. And I was wondering why they were saying uh, what gear. I said third gear. They said ah dame dame dame. Then I said daijubu. Then they say, have to be slow here. Then I come down, third gear, 600 horsepower. Can't see where I'm going. Hit a 180, go down a tree. And, yeah, they put me back two years, man. Uh, I, everything was reshelled into that car. But, you know, I, it was 600 horsepower and roughly $72,000 in a ditch. And I didn't know how I was going to get it out, man. And luckily the guy, dad, had a crane truck. They craned and, it out. Um, but the, Chassis was all damp. The bad. kicker was my insurance expired that same night. Uh. And I did because I never I didn't drive the car. And it just happened to expire. I knew I had insurance, so it was going to be free or write off. But it turned into me having to pay him Juman, and I, which is thousand dollars. I didn't have it. I was working at Pax Terminal, so it took me uh, four months to pay the guy back. And his son kind of was taking advantage of that because he knew he saved my ass, man. Without those guys, I'd be out of here. Yeah. So he kind of, I, I, was, I did a clutch job for him, and then I was like, after that, man, we're done, man, because he was <laughs> he was milking it. You know, the first two jobs, I I. I was in debt to him. Yeah, well, it's yeah. good. You know, again, yeah. you know, the way the the way that, you know, the Japanese system is, you know, I work, um, I hang out hand in hand with uh, yeah. 
with Yoshi from Wise Tattoo, and um, we got a pretty small group of guys, and he is a complete otaku, which is geek. Mm. He's a complete geek for knuckleheads, and you know he's pretty blunt with the people that are around him, and uh, he's blunt with me sometimes, and somebody made a comment like, wow, did you hear what he just said to you? And I'm like, yeah, but he's senpai, I'm kohai. Senpai is the elder, yeah. and kohai is the younger. Well, why do you take it? Because he teaches me everything he learns. Mm. And knowledge isn't free, you know. And another thing we got to realize, too, and I know you get this because, you, you know, it's the Bushido samurai kind of mm -hmm. spirit thing, is this country can trace its em emperor back 2,600 years, this new emperor that came in. Mm -hmm. They can trace that family back for 2,640 years. So roughly 3,000-year-old culture versus American culture. Now, yeah. I'm not anti-American. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, we, if, you, yeah. if you can see what I look like, you yeah. definitely know I'm not anti-American. <laughs> but I put that into perspective. You yeah. know, it's got to be – it's not saying it's completely right, but – you know, 3,000 years, they've tried and errored a lot of stuff. Yeah. So I try to put that into my effort when I, you know, deal with people and I deal with, you know, customers and I yeah. deal with my hobbies. And, you know, part of my hobby is sometimes I got to take shit from an older guy who's teaching me everything. Yeah. Hell yeah, I'm going to do it. The one thing that sucks about being a guy in here, man, it's like you're known in your area. And then when you go to like a new place, you got to kind of yeah. reestablish that. Unless, it's a different podcast. Unless you got, unless you got it, yeah, totally. It is definitely like... We kind of rushed a little bit, so this is definitely one of many. Uh, we'll definitely have Mike on many times to promote things and all that. But, yeah, what you're yeah. saying is I, I get yeah. the feeling I'm yeah. walking around another town. Yeah. People, when I walk around here, yeah. people know me. Yeah. People know yeah. me. <laughs> and they know because if you could see both of us, you'd know what yeah. we look like. We don't. We stick out like a yeah, sore yeah. thumb here, right? So, but uh, I'll go to another town or something, yeah. and I get more, – More so ones that are not anywhere near a military base. Yeah, and yeah. I get treated either really well or I get the cold shoulder. Well, you, you're you're pretty fluent in Japanese, right? For the most yeah. part. Like, I mean, I, 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 I can't read it Japanese as much show. as I'd like to, but, you know, it, and my, my skill level goes up the more chuhais I have. Yeah, yeah I, I kind of – I don't – if you ask me, I don't, I don't know, but if I get in a situation, it's like – it's funny how it kind of comes – yeah, and it's like, and it's, yeah, but when you're sense. yeah on the spot and everything, so I can get around anywhere in Japan. Uh, but yeah, it's like the the one thing I see, man. It's like um, I've been in the magazines a bunch uh, since you know right after the car show, I was in the magazine to give them to Subaru. But I have I but the shop I've been kind of like no FaceTime. So when I go to these new tracks, the guys were oh that's the dude. But the magazines had some issues where they would, and that that's what I, I kind of got angry about the Japanese culture. Then Greg explained it to me. Uh, they'll make sure you they'll they'll keep you in your place as a guy's you know they, they'll try to write it whereas though like they're more superior so like that this at this article right here man i keep pointing to it, it i thought it was like a good article and everything is good and then in the top top left there's a dude that dude is saying pretty much he's a good mechanic good driver but his car always breaks and i was like dude what, what was the purpose for it? that he was nowhere near he was not related to this article he's not related to my shop He's a buddy of mine, and then he had him say that, man. Like it's like they like good, 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 but you're still below us. And yeah, I, and that's I, and that wasn't all the the other magazines I had. I I had to call him, and I'm like, look, man, if you're gonna do this, we can stop working together because I'm not I'm not I'm not a jester. And uh, yeah, the that's a cultural thing. Yeah, that's I, where, I got pissed about that, man. You know, I've um I spent uh, I spent ten years in I spent six full years living in Korea on and off for ten years back mm -hmm. and forth. Um, six years total. Um, I speak some Korean yeah. and I, I live there. And then I've lived here in Japan since 2000, not on uh, 2000 to 2006. And I left for four years and came back mm. in 2010. And I can tell you, um, and now that I'm retired dealing with Asian, Asian businessmen, mm. they get under your skin quick, mm. but because they're super cutthroat and they're super, and that there is just an example of them just being cutthroat. Yeah. Basically saying, oh, he's here racing our cars. He thinks he's badass. Yeah. Well, he actually is, but, yeah. <laughs> but, and his shit breaks. Yeah. So that, that, to me, yeah, I could see that's yeah, a huge that was, slap in the face. Yeah. But, but look at it on the bright side. I'm still in there. You're yeah, still you know, in there. That's, that's where I usually look, and man. It's you're, a nice you're article. In there. I can with the you see Picture all these magazines one. right here that I, yeah. I got one dealer from. So the cool thing is I, I can I can pretty much at will get in there. But the thing I learned, he was like, dude, just make sure when you next time you call him, uh, like a Subaru for example, that was not anywhere near done. So that was a bad shoot and it barely drifted. And I was like, well, next time I have a article or a car to shoot, I'll make sure it's 110 percent before they go because they're gonna look for any little yeah yeah. So he was like, just make sure the car is 120 percent ready to go before the shoot that way is 
on a track shoot and there's leaving no room for them to inter- interject anything negative you know so yeah that, you know, um you so know there's a lot of things we do there's a lot of things we do as americans that yeah. we just do not knowing that we do them that that, that can be mm-hmm. you know i mean but by all means neither of us are very flamboyant we, we look really flamboyant yeah. But we're not really flamboyant. We're yeah. pretty much, you know, <laughs> if I say I'm pretty much to the point and, and I and I'm pretty much if I say I'm gonna do something, I do it. Right. You know. Um I don't think things through as much as you do because I, I like I said, I have the support of the, of my things and but you being a business owner, I'm mm-hmm. sure you you think a lot yeah. about a lot of stuff and you're always like and you know, you're always progressive. If somebody's doing something on base or someone's doing something like in the drift scene or whatever. He's did it. He did it three, four years ago. Yeah, yeah. I've had so, a few. and I know that much. Actually, speaking of that, man, it was um, it, the like you said, the guys are cutthroat. I um, we called the guys. Well, we called them and asked them why why were they doing this? It was missing. Of course, they said it was a miscommunication. And I, you know, the cappuccino I just dropped off Hatchinoy for the sandblasting. I mentioned to the guy in good faith that I'm going to be doing this. And then a week later, I was like, you know, I got pissed about the article, and I, and I we, my wife messaged him, and he was like, well, go Minasai, go Minasai. Then I also I took away fifteen magazines because I wasn't selling them, so they I guess they seen that as like I'm um, I'm backing out. Yeah. So like then the next week, the very next week, oh, they were brown nosing you. Well, they put an article out about cappuccinos. So so to kind of spite me, so now when I bring mine out, I'm I'm behind now. So when I bring my well, car was built over a year. Yeah, when ago. I bring the one Jay Z cappuccino out, which just shoehorned in there, now it looks like I made that after I seen that magazine. And that I'm like, I and I can see it. I'm like, dude, strategically, they, they I guess they don't think I'm looking that far into it. And it's like, I see what you guys are doing, man. So it's like, you know, we'll still, you know, like Greg told me, you know, you you utilize them to get where you need to get. And, Absolutely. Yeah, and you kind of don't because I was ready to like to, to burn everything, man. They got to sell magazines. Yeah. You don't have to. Yeah, so they need us. They need they need and they need us for, for 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 content. I don't. I haven't been back yeah. to the states in, in a long time. Yeah. I, I, do people buy magazines anymore? No, and that's the that, that's the thing too. They're trying to do English, so we're talking. I'm like, dude, the magazine thing is well, everything is Instagram and Twitter and Facebook now is there. Yeah. So by the time the magazine hits, it's already out. No, there anyway. they'll flip through that. Yeah. I mean, we have uh, we we definitely have. We'll gone past yeah. the uh, the magazine stage. Well, we got car, car and driver, but they're mostly like it's toilet material, man. A guy's gonna read it on the toilet or, you know, in a in a waiting room for everybody's prostate. on their smartphones on yeah. the toilet now. Yeah, remember when you have remember when you used to read the back of the air freshener? And yeah, you know, yeah. It was just made, but, but yeah, man, you just like I can't take a crap yeah. now without my phone. It's like where's my phone? Yeah, where? Why do you need it? I gotta go take a crap. Yeah, I need my phone. It, it, it like when you when you're on a phone, man, or anything, it just makes you think about life, like you know, stuff like what's going on and. All that stuff, man. But I, I, I love technology, but I try to pull away from it. I know, like you were just talking about, too, uh, you know, a lot of guys, um, they probably want to text. I'm like, dude, just come talk to me, man. Like, you know, you're, you're especially your generation where, like, I mean, you guys are embracing it, but it's like we didn't have phones and beepers and all this stuff. I talk into mine in the text. Yeah. I'm on my way. Yeah. You know? Yeah, that's, yeah. <laughs> um, and the whole time I'm he- come on my way here, I'm like, shit, should I get something to drink? And then I realize you have a drink machine right outside yeah. the door. The vending machines are very plentiful here in Japan. Yeah, man. So, so for you, because we got to get out of here soon, what what events or anything you got coming up? Or yeah, anything? so we got the uh, the Misawa International Motor Show, mm-hmm. which uh, you go to the website, the FSS website. I'll put that can, out there. Yeah, and you can register uh, online. Uh, we get that on the 30th of June. Working really hard. We've got about 90 cars signed up already. Uh, last year, we had 175 cars. Mm. So um, get that event. And then uh, locally, my race team is sponsoring a race out of 338 Motor Park. It's the Dusters Cup. It's July 7th. Um, and that's if you want to see guys on really old motorcycles that are worth a lot of money beating the crap out of them mm. and getting all muddy and stuff, uh, come out to that. We also have... Uh, um, the Misawa Thunder meeting in conjunction with American Day. And if anybody's mm. listening to this that's in the Tohoku area that can make it come up for uh, American Day weekend, we're going to have, um, you know, the parade and mm. all the bikes and, and, on, and all that stuff. And then uh, it's, you know, festival time up okay. here. Yeah, American, so, yeah. For those of you, yeah, this the, is, come this on is, up for Misawa. Yeah, Misawa, festival. this is the time of year, man. So all this stuff's on FSS uh, yeah, site? Yeah, right. So what I'll do, like I said, I'll, I'll, link, I'll link the FSS site so you guys go through that. And also I'll take down a... The separate uh, events and put those down there so you guys can see that uh, because the Masawa, you know, set well. I say November through 
almost April. It kind of is winter. Yeah, it sucks, man. But this time of year, man, it just feels good to be up here. There's a lot of festivals. And everything, so we definitely take advantage of that and get outside as much as we can. I love how the girls dress in the summer. So. Yeah, well, they they wear short stuff in the winter time too. So it's like I guess I need yeah, to go where you're going. Yeah. Oh yeah. Now. Yeah, I hang out down Yokohama a lot and all that stuff, man. Yeah. But yeah, man, it's it's definitely uh definitely good to talk to. I know again, I, I'll I'll have you in here again just before uh, some other events. And whenever you got time, and want to promote something, just let me know. Yeah. And um, fantastic. I mean, this this there's no limit on these. Uh, I'm on this is again. This is only well, 16. This is only episode 17. And I just started, and everything I've been missing in action for the last two weeks. So you had some legends in here. You had Mr. Yeah. Franklin. Yeah, in here. had got me in here. And he's a legend, man. Yeah. Those, <laughs> yeah. he's, he's he's like, like I said, he's modest, man. He didn't, he's fully engulfed into the yeah. culture here. He's like an MC at these events. Yeah. He speaks fluent Japanese. Uh, yeah. He's a character. Yeah, he could I've be, always liked him. He's a, he, he's like the dude. fact that I'm running the business and I speak maybe a few words of Japanese, and he and he speaks fluent, and he doesn't. Yeah, he's, I've yeah. seen some of his stuff. Yeah. He's uh, I'm a big fan. Yeah. Uh, so shout out. Yeah, but, man. Yeah, for sure. Um, and then I saw Mike was on here. Yeah, uh, yeah. Slips. Yeah, Mike. Yeah, Mike. Yeah. So pretty much, uh, if you guys haven't realized, you got Mike here, Poole, and all the guys that I have here, again, initially is the guys that are making moves here in Misawa, the guys' jeans have been a positive light. Uh, so the guys out there can see that there's a lot of stuff, innovation, and things going on here. And um, it's just like, you know, all you know, being positive, there's enough negative stuff out there and, and uh, you know, whatever. Again, like I, I had somebody in the last comments was like, oh, man, you're having all black guys. And I'm like, dude, they just happen to be in the order that I put them in. Okay, there. I'm far from yeah, that. Yeah, I'm, so, I'm about on the, so, yeah. the spectrum there. <laughs> So yeah, I got um, I got yeah. a few other. There's a there's one that's going to be a shocker, which I'm gonna let that come out when it comes yeah, out. Is a cool. is a guy that uh, well he, he he was a guy when I knew him, and now he's changed. And yeah, so I'll yeah, get, I know who it is. Yeah, so we'll get him on here, and because I, I legitimately want to know what the process is and that, and I you know yeah you know whatever you know I, yeah I know exactly who you're yeah. talking about, so, and you know, uh, he has my support. Yeah, so. it's or she. Yeah. It, it's yeah. he's the first person I know. So it's like you know, and now that I knew him before the change, it was like yeah. it doesn't it doesn't make me think any different about no, him, so. and that's what was yeah. weird because I thought I would be like yeah. whoa, but yeah. you know what? But I you gotta <laughs> once I let my my guard down, which was pretty quick because it was either gonna be yes or I'm just gonna stay away, and yeah. it was yes, and it was like it's the same person. Yeah, they just look different. Yeah. So only thing difference is like it's not my son, so you know that'll be different. Well, yeah, you know, we, so, yeah, yeah. Two things I will never do with you, yeah, Donnie, is talk about religion or yeah. politics. Yeah, yeah. The rest of that, the rest yeah. of the stuff, we're good. Yeah, again, we'll, that's kind of alluded to what we'll get to in the future. <laughs> so again, you guys see that when it comes out and everything. So again, just want to thank uh, Mike here for taking time out of his day. Very busy guy here, active guy in Masawa. And um, again, so, you know, you guys out there to stay tuned for more uh, guests to come up. I got a few guys coming up from down south. Um, still trying to maybe work on getting Daigo up here, uh, Daigo Saito. And uh, we'll, we'll see how this is going to go. And Robbie Nishida out there. So you guys out there looking around, Alexi Smith, all those guys down in the south that are really doing it. And, well, not south. Sorry about that, Greg. The middle, I guess you call it middle of Japan, Kansai. Kanto. Yeah, all Kanto, the way Kansai. Down, so, or Tohoku. Yeah. So the south is Miyazaki and Fukuoka and stuff like that so again thank you guys for tuning in like subscribe share and all that good stuff and uh again man just uh, stay positive stay active and get things done out there man so and all all my vets out there make sure you get your va stuff in there man i'm at 80 percent and um definitely enjoying the money that's coming in uh so don't sleep on that get it done man so um again guys get it done email me if you got any questions and um i'll see you guys later so it's gonna be donald and mike signing off from masawa japan pink style see you guys later bye Thanks, brother. Yeah. That was kind of good.